Welcome to The Hardcore Truth, where we discuss politics, society, and whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Rusty. Thanks for listening. Well, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Hardcore Truth. I am your host, Rusty, the pissed-off libertarian. And on this podcast, we don't shy away from the truth. We go full steam ahead every episode, completely uncensored, unfiltered, and unapologetic. This is what we do. This is who we are. We give you the truth, and we don't censor the truth because we believe that it should come at you raw and in person. So here we go. I want to start this episode off like I do every episode that I do, and that's thanking each and every one of you all around the world who take time out of their busy lives and their busy schedule to listen to this podcast every week. Without you guys... I couldn't do it. So, once again, thank you. So, in case you've been under a rock for the last two, three months, the United States is on fire. From the West Coast to the East Coast, from the North and the South. A lot of major cities on these uh, in the United States are have erupted in rioting, destruction, death. And who's really to blame for all this? Well, that's a really easy thing to say. And that's an easy thing to tell you. Because, again, it's the truth. So who is to blame? See, I like the officials, of course. Because they're the ones who are standing idly by and watching these jagoffs do the shit that they do. They go into neighborhoods, they go into cities, and they destroy property of hardworking American people. And it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter what faith you follow, what God you pray to, whatever. It doesn't matter. These people go in there and destroy these people's livelihoods. They destroy parks where children would go and play. They stop cars in the middle of the street and destroy somebody else's property. Why? Because simply, they're allowed to do it. And you can't tell me that they're not allowed to do it, because if they weren't allowed to do it, it wouldn't be happening. But it is happening. In our country, in our streets, right now. And again, the question is asked, who's to blame? The answer is that as the elected officials. They're allowing them to do this shit. And it's awfully sad that we see this happening. Because they're in complete and utter denial, if you want to call it that. And they say that these people are, are, are peacefully protesting. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not the smartest person in the world. But I always thought a peaceful protest was just that. Peaceful. You know, not setting fires. Destroying things beating people that doesn't sound like a peaceful protest to me that just sounds like out and out violence and a lot of these major cities in the United States such as Chicago Chicago being the worst has our hands full anyway with the alarming death rate that comes out of there per week The last thing that the citizens of Chicago need 
is more destruction and more death. But here we are. And the one person that we could blame for that is actually the mayor of Chicago, Laurie Lightfoot. She seemingly just sits on top of her ivory tower and not give a fiddler fuck about what happens to her citizens of her city. Because if she did, this shit would have ended a long time ago. But it, ha- it, it hasn't. It just keeps going. And it keeps moving, it keeps progressing, and it keeps getting worse, and it keeps getting more and more violent, more and, pe- more and more innocent people die for no fucking reason. Now, sure, they, you know, they can sit back and say, well, you know, they have every right to do this. This is their right to do it. Until it comes down to her safety and her property. Now, I'm going to dive a little bit into that a little later into the episode because I really want to drive the point home on what I'm talking about this, okay? So let's not just point out one area, although it is going to be the main topic of this episode, but it goes with a whole litany of other things that are going on in this country right now. So let's go ahead and dive into it, all right? It is the duty of anyone who wishes to keep their own property as well as their family safe from any danger using anything at their disposal to do so. Okay, it is, it's not only just your right to be able to defend yourself, your loved ones, and your property, okay, as an American. It is, an, it, it is human nature. Any threat that comes to you or your family It is human nature to end that threat, all right? This is something that should never be compromised, nor should have to be debated. But unfortunately, in many areas in this country, this very topic is being debated. And in some areas, people who do just this, defend themselves and their property and their family, okay, are being prosecuted for doing so. This, this is being done by would-be despot dictators who are hell-bent, absolutely hell-bent, on making a permanent defenseless populace in order to rule them and keep them under control. That's what this is about, folks. This is about control. You take away the people's right to defend themselves their property, their family. They're not going to be a threat in the future. And then once you've eliminated them being a threat in the future, then they can't, up, they can't rise up against you when you try to move for complete and total control. See, all of this is being done by design, folks. That's no secret. I don't have to tell you that. If you've been listening to this podcast, I mean, hell, even before listening to this podcast, if you have two brain cells to rub together, you know that this is being done by design and this is all being done in order to keep us under control. Because if it wasn't, it would be a lot easier for us to be able to do so. Okay? We would actually be able to live in America as free as we're supposed to be. But I digress. 
You see, they do not want us to be able to defend ourselves, okay? Like I said before, against them or whatever group they have thrown their support behind to instill fear. What I mean by that, all right, whatever group that they throw their support behind to instill fear, what do you think Antifa is? What do you think that is? You know, I kind of find it funny that these assholes don't spring up until something major is about to go down, i.e. this election. They are literally, these people, the Antifa folk, they are literally the new Nazi brown shirts. And they have the balls, they have the balls to say that they're anti-fascists when they're actually running around acting like a bunch of fucking fascists. Everybody sees it, but nothing's being done about it. These people don't play by the same rules as everybody else. In fact, they don't play by any rules except for their own. And in fact, the rules that they play by are actually being supported by a lot of the government in these, in these cities where they're springing up. Because I find it awfully funny that this, this is only happening in places like Portland, Seattle, Chicago, New York City. But it's not happening in places of, like, like in, in the rural areas. Yeah, sure, you had five or six of them show up to the Sturges rally. But what did they do? They didn't do shit. They stood there with signs. Because that goes to show you what kind of, what kind of character these people have. They're gutless. They are. Because if they're severely outnumbered, they're not going to pull the same shit that they normally do in areas that they know they're going to get away with doing it. Now, with this being said, we live in America, folks. You have the right to peacefully assemble, to voice your grievances. I don't have a problem with anybody wanting to do that. I may not support what you have to say, but it's well within your rights to be able to say it. And I'm not going to stop you. Even if I don't like the message, it doesn't matter. But what these people are doing, these people are literally terrorizing people, causing physical injury, destroying private property. But yet these are the same people who are trying to say and allowed themselves, or I'm sorry, laud themselves as being anti-fascists, but they're actually running around acting like a bunch of fucking fascists and being a bunch of fucking terrorists because that's what they are. That's what they are. And they seemingly have the full backing of, of the uh, city government in which they pull this shit in. While these political elite have armed guards, live in multi-million dollar estates that are gated, they are not concerned in the least bit about anyone's safety other than their own. They also have the nerve to say that they have this right to defend their property. But you do not. Okay, that's how this works. They have the right to defend their property, but you don't. This is the behavior of dictators. 
This is the actions of people who do not care about us. This should not be tolerated. This attitude is this modern day equivalent to let them eat cake. You know the famous quote that was said during the French Revolution? You know, when, when French peasants were starving to death. But the, um, the, the political elite had plenty to eat. Plenty to drink. And it was joked upon. This is going to be a little history lesson here. Supposedly this was said by Aunt, uh, um, Marie Antoinette. Even though there's no historical, there's no historical um, proof saying that she did say this. But it kind of became the catchphrase during the whole thing. That's what kind of spurred the whole French Revolution. Her people were struggling. Her people were starving to death. And the only thing that she could say was, let them eat cake. And that's the same thing, the same exact thing, the same exact attitude that we are hearing from these political elites who are allowing this violence to occur in city streets across the United States. That's exactly what this is. You can't tell me any different. You can't make me think any different. Because if that's what, if, if this wasn't that, this shit wouldn't be going on. But they could give a fuck less about us. 100%. They could care less. It's disgusting. And the sad part about it is these people keep fucking getting voted in. Every election cycle. These people keep getting voted in. And I don't understand why or how. I cannot accept the fact that there are that many stupid fucking people in this country. I cannot and will not accept the... Accept... That there's a lot of people sitting going, you know what? The city's on fire. I can't walk down the street to the park with my kids without getting hassled or possibly getting beaten, my shit kicked in. But we're going to keep voting for the same people who are, who are allowing this to happen. You, you can't tell me that, that that's what this is, that, that that's what this is going on. You can't. Because it's so fucking mind-numbingly stupid. You you have people in this country who genuinely care about their fellow citizens. And, and see, and that's the difference between us and them. They don't care. They don't give a shit. The only time they care is right before an election. That's when they start caring. Any times before that, they just stick their head in the sand and pretend like it's not even happening. But it is happening. So what is the difference between us and them? They themselves are people like us, right? They're people. We're people. They're people. We're all people. Where has the self-entitlement come from? Why do they think that their safety is more important than ours? Just because they sit at a government position, that means they're better than us. 
That means their lives are more, than, more important than ours. Because I could tell you if something were to happen to them tomorrow, they would just be replaced the next day. Honestly. And the whole idea of this self-entitlement, where the fuck does it come from? Where does it come from? Nobody seems to know. Are you that much of a, of a narcissist to not give a shit about anybody? One would have to, you know, one would have to stop and, and think that you would literally have to be a complete and utter fucking sociopath or a complete and utter fucking uh, narcissist to think this way. That your life, your property is more important than anyone else's. Now, if you were a private citizen, I wouldn't argue with you because I could tell you right now, my life, my family's lives, my property is more important than anybody on the face of this fucking earth. I can tell you that right now. But if you take a public job where your job is to assist with, with, with keeping your constituents safe, you are the one who passes laws to keep your citizens safe. You're meaning to tell me that your life, your property are more important than the job that you swore an oath to do. Well, that right there, my friends, is fucking ridiculous. But that's how they think. That's how they act. Like I said, they could care less about you until it's time for re-election. So, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Why do they claim that their property, their lives are more important than ours? And claim it's their right to protect it while they steal. They literally steal our rights and our means of defense without batting an eye. They will get on television, look straight into that camera on any other day and tell you, you do not need this for protection. You don't need that for protection. They are more than willing to take your rights away from you, your liberties away from you. But when it comes to them, oh, buddy boy, they'll have every cop in the city protecting their ass. And it's funny, too, because a lot of them will tell you that you don't need a gun. You have the police. But yet you have people in government who have concealed carry permits. And it's usually representatives from states that have the strictest gun laws in the United States. How ironic, right? Their life is more important than yours. End of the story. They can enjoy these constitutional freedoms, but you're not allowed to. 
Why? Because they're important. That's why. That's what it boils down to. The answer is simple and it's clear. They are the ruling class. Okay? They know better. They are important. We are not. They set the rules and don't have to follow, but we do. It is literally that simple. Not all of us can be like the Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot. Okay? When somebody's trying to burn down your home, destroy your business, you can't have 100 armed police protect your property like Lori Lightfoot does. Oh, yeah. Yep. Right on Twitter, she says she has the right to protect her home. She has the right to protect her home. But the McCloskeys didn't. Now, I know that's a different state. But still, all they were trying to do was protect their property. They got arrested. And see, this is what I'm talking about. This elitism. This whole thought process. They are more important to you. And let me remind you. People like Laurie Lightfoot are full in support. We're full of support for these rioters. Her, the mayors of the mayors of Seattle, Portland, de Blasio in New York City, the mayor of Baltimore, they're all in full support until they came to her street. And that's when her tune changed. That's when her tune changed. Because let them eat cake, right? But hold on. Wait a minute. You're on my street? You're coming to my... No, 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 no. We can't have that. You're not going to do this. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about, people. You're not allowed to defend yourself. But she is? Fuck her. Who the fuck is she? Who gives a shit about her, right? She clearly doesn't give a fuck about the citizens of Chicago. So why the fuck should they care about her? You know, it's awfully funny. Now, I know the police have a job to do and everything like that. I mean, they do. But seriously, if I was the police, I'd tell her to go fuck herself. No. No. Protect yourself. And you know what? In the United States, you should be able to do that. You should be able to protect yourself. But we can't anymore. And it's sad. And it's disgusting. This is a prime example, people. People are dying. They are. They're dying in the streets. Especially in Chicago. Double-digit homicide rates in a weekend. Every weekend, double-digit homicide rates on top of the rioting that's going on. 
But, you know, Lori Lightfoot doesn't give a shit. Unless if it directly affects her. <clears throat> Innocent people are dying. Yet they're not allowed to protect themselves. Failed policies and a, mot- uh, and a moratorium on common sense has led to the disastrous state of her city. And the only thing that she gives a flying fuck about is herself. Because if she didn't, if she actually cared about the people in her city, she would allow these people to defend themselves against people that that are willing to just mow down random people because they want to. I I heard somewhere, I, I heard somewhere, I think it was on the radio, that gun violence in New York City has skyrocketed and I think it's like up like, up like 200% now I mean seriously you have people leaving you have people leaving by the thousands in New York City because of how bad it's gotten why has it come to this what is, what is the end goal here people I don't know. Because there's there's no clear-cut reason on why this shit is going on. You just, you know, you you have these mayors in these of these cities who are just letting people just indiscriminately kill. The first thing they did, and I'm not I'm not defending I'm not defending them here, but the first thing, the very first thing that these mayors did was what? Defund the police. Okay. Now, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe that the police should have tanks, armored vehicles, or things like that. They shouldn't be able to conduct no-knock raids and kill innocent people indiscriminately. But for fuck's sake, people, if we're going to live in a, in a supposed civilized society... You can't just go run around and just fucking kill people for no fucking reason. You just can't. But that's when all of this actually started. The moment they defunded the police, this shit started. Coincidence? Probably not. I've learned a long time ago that nothing is a coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. And this is happening... For a reason. All I know is that this shit's going to get far worse before it gets any better. Everything that we are seeing right now, a lot of people think this is as worse it gets as it can get. This isn't as worse as it can get. It can get far worse than what it is right now. Right now, what we're witnessing, and I truly believe this, is the match to the powder keg. Something significant is going to happen. It is going to bust this, bust this whole thing completely wide open. It's going to be of epic proportions. And once it starts, it's going to be damn near impossible to stop. Because it's just going to snowball. And it's going to get worse and worse and worse. 
And I can tell you right now, what's not going to stop it is more bullshit gun control laws or painting murals on a fucking roadway. That's not going to stop it. That's not going to stop it at all. The more and more people die senselessly for no reason because they're not allowed to defend themselves. And it's just going to get worse. And I'm going to call these people out for what they actually are. The mayors. Okay? While these actual oppressors, and that's what they are. They're oppressors. They oppress. They deny you of your freedom. They deny you of your rights. They tell you how to live. What to do. What to say. What not to say. What not to do. And if you don't abide by their rule, then you get put in a steel cage, don't you? But while these actual oppressors sit behind their very well-protected gates with police that they themselves have said should be defunded, mind you, and how ironic is that, okay? They've been yelling and screaming for I don't know how long saying that the police should be def- uh, be defunded. But since their shit's under, um, un- you know, under target, the first people they call is the fucking police. It's great, right? Defying irony. <clears throat> and by the way, I want to I want to I point something out here. Okay. You've had these same people screaming that the police should be defunded for months now. And in a lot of areas, the police have actually been defunded. In New York City, I know they took a billion dollars out of the, uh, the funding for the police. Also, uh, EMS and, you know, the fire department too, which makes zero fucking sense. But, you know, that's commie de Blasio for you. Um, but they've been screaming this for months and months and months. But as soon as their shit is threatened... The police are the first people that they call. When is it going to sink into people's heads? That they're full of shit. They don't mean what they say. There are two separate um, sets of rules here, people. One's for them and one's for us. It's as simple as that. And if that doesn't show you that, then I don't know what the fuck will. And like I said before, I cannot believe there is that, there are that many stupid people in this country who will sit there and be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Oh, we don't need the police, but they, they should have it. Are you, are you fucking stupid? They're literally sitting back and fucking laughing at you for how fucking dumb you are. Because they're hypocrites. And they're showing you their hypocrisy. And they're daring you to do something about it. But you don't. You just sit there with your mouth open, drool coming out of your mouth. Like a bunch of fucking idiots. 
And you just keep, you just go along with the same bullshit every day. God. Anyway. They themselves have said that the police, you know, should be defunded, right? And have, have the belief that you don't, you know, that you don't need them. They have you believing that you don't need them, right? That, you know, magically they're going to fucking take care of everything wrong, okay? Or they're going to send social workers out there to de-escalate a problem. Yeah, okay. That, that's smart. That's real smart. You know, send somebody out there defenseless... To get fucking killed by by someone who will kill them indiscriminately and not give a shit. And what's going to be done about it? Nothing. They are, in fact, letting innocent people die. That's what it boils down to. They're letting innocent people die. Okay? And for what? So they can continue to push a bullshit political agenda. It is astonishing how these so-called officials are completely okay with the fact that the same people they are sworn to, to govern and protect literally do nothing as they are being terrorized, beaten, and killed. In fact, those doing this to citizens they're called you know they're called peaceful they're the ones who are being called peaceful it's it's just mind-numbingly stupid people it is I don't understand why people put up with this shit how can they sit back and just watch this happen in our country. How can they do it? I have heard for a very long time that liberalism is a mental disorder. It is. But it's not only just mental. It's not, it's not just only liberalism. Statism is a mental disorder. Anybody who is willing to sit there and just accept the bullshit that comes out of these people's mouths as gospel and not doing any kind of research for themselves or wanting to defend themselves is a mental disorder. You just want to sit there and be ruled possibly become another victim another statistic you're the one who has a mental disorder if you're okay with that but yet by all means keep voting for the same people with the same tired bullshit rhetoric and this is what you get and to be honest with you if you keep repeating the cycle you get what you deserve that's the harsh reality of that. So you get pissed off and you move to another state and do the same shit all over again. 
and destroy that state. No, no, don't get me wrong. Republicans do the same shit too. This is, you know, this isn't just one side of the spectrum here. It's all over the place. It's inescapable. You have those who will wantingly lick the boot of the state and worship it like a some kind of god. And if it's things like this that prove to you, that don't prove to you, that they don't care about you, your safety, your family, your business, if you have one, your property, they don't give a fuck about us. It's all about power. That's their God. That's what they crave. That's what they want. And it's supposed to be in the United States. We're the ones who are supposed to have the power. That's how it's supposed to be. But that's not what it is anymore. By large in part, we the American people are powerless. Because we've allowed, over the years, we've allowed government to grow in this disgusting, festering thing that just consumes and destroys. And I think we've gotten to the point where we have finally woken up and said, my God, what have we done? This is honestly what it seems like. My question is, for the average citizen, when is it going to be enough is enough? When? When will it be enough is enough? When are we going to start fighting back? When are we going to take back control? When are we going to take back the power? Through the elected officials' actions and inactions, it has become painfully obvious that they don't give a shit about us. Maybe it's time we show them that we don't give a shit about them. Maybe that's what we should be doing. What has to happen in order? What more has to happen in this country in order for all of us to wake the fuck up and reclaim our country. Because I'm telling you right now, telling you right now, both sides of the political spectrum here have us, the American people, duped. They have us believing and has had us believing for the longest time that we only get two choices. And that's bullshit. Because both sides have equally fucked us for too long.
we need to do something drastic. We need to change that. We need to show them that we wholeheartedly reject the garbage that they give us every four years. That's the only way outside of a full-scale revolt is the only way that things are actually going to change in this country. Because like I've said many times before, you have the same people in government right now that have been in the government for 40, 50 fucking years and have done nothing. And they're more, more than willing to blame their shortcomings or their just out and out dismissal of them not doing anything on someone else. See, the fact of the matter is, I, I'm not treating the president like he's the second coming of Christ like a lot of people do. In fact, there is a lot of things. Most of the things that he's done, there, there's a couple things that I, that I have agreed with what he's done. But in large part, no. There's a lot that I don't agree with what he's done. And I don't particularly care for the guy as the president. And yes, I did vote for him for the first time. 100%. But I don't treat him like he's the second coming of Christ, neither. He lost me when he said, take the guns first, due process second. That's where you lost me, man. And that happened early on. The point being is this. I'm not a major Trump supporter. I'm not. But a lot of the things that I have seen that he's getting blamed for, he didn't even do. And like I said, if you have two brain cells to rub together, you can see that. And it's funny, too, because it's like, you know what? Stop making me defend the guy. Stop making me defend him. Because a lot of the shit that I'm hearing, I've heard the Democrats say months ago. And now they're saying that he's the one who's doing this. Or he's the one who's saying this. We live in the information age. You can easily go back and look the shit up. But then again, people put party in front of everything else. And that's the problem. It has been proven over and over and over again. The two-party system has failed. Wholeheartedly, it has failed. This election, we need to do something different. Playtime's over, people. I mean, it is. It's over. 100% it is over. We need to do something this year. We need, we need to stop this. Full stop. 
it needs to stop. Or we're not going to have a country anymore. Everything that we know will cease to exist. Maybe you think I'm full of shit. Look it up. Look at it. Look at all the countries in the past who has given up all their rights for a little bit of, you know, with the promise of a little bit of security. Where they allowed the government to take care of them from cradle to grave. Looking at you, Venezuela. That's what this is going to end up. 100%. You, you think I'm full of shit. Watch what happens. Because I can guarantee you, it will happen. At one point in time, Venezuela was like the second richest country in the world. A major exporter of oil and other natural resources. Communism came in, took it over. Now look at them. That could very, very likely, very well happen here if we're not careful. I'm telling you, people, things are not looking good. But we can change it, we can fix it. We just have to be willing to put the work in. Well, people, I don't like to be the doom and gloom type person. I'm just simply giving you the information that I'm sure you, you, you all are smart. You're, you see it with your own eyes. But the reason why I do this, this podcast is to get this information out because a lot of people don't, they, they don't know. They don't know. And it's our job, all of us, not just, not just me, but all of us to educate, to educate one another. If people just talked to one another, so much could get done. That's what this country's missing anymore. Well, folks, I mean, that's pretty much all I got to say this, this week. Um, we are entering some pretty dark times. Well, I mean, shit, we're in dark times right now. Who am I kidding? We need, we need to prevent it from happening. So, until next week, guys, just take care of one another. Take care of yourself, your family. Just stay vigilant. And just help when you can. It's just, that's the only way we're going to get through this, honestly, is if we help one another out. So... Until next week, guys, keep your nose to the air, ear to the ground. This is Rusty with the Hardcore Truth. 
Rusty out.